Insurance Plus. This is Doug. I'll help you. Yeah, can I speak to John, please? Uh, who's calling, please? Yeah, it's Joey Gingola. Okay, just a second. Thank you. Hello? John. Yes? It's Joey Gingola. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing, man? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. We've just been working on uh, launching our new website and uh, just trying to figure out some things to bring in more business. Aren't we all, John? Aren't we all? That's my good buddy, John Stewart of Bill Quickles Insurance Plus in Pomeroy, Ohio. And yes, fantastic. I do think uh, for some reason it seems to be going around there. Uh, I'm always hearing we just launched our new website. Actually, I was talking to John on the day they launched their new website. I had no idea. Just a fantastic coincidence. And this was... I believe back in the beginning part of November, and said, hey, we've, we've launched our, our website. And, and if you've recently launched a new website, you kind of know what that, that is. You know what that is. If you, if you haven't, you're always generally looking to do something to your website. There's always this, this thought in the back of your head, my website needs to be better. My website needs to be better. I need to redo it. Um, and, and it gets in the way. But focusing on the relaunch and again finding ways to bring new people into the business right find new business um those are usually two things that are like hey we need to do this like this is a thing if we if we redo our website we're gonna get new business and depending on the last time the, the website was updated yes generally that is something that's going to happen and i i um I'm glad that John is focused on this. Now, John is a kind of, he, he, uh, he, he exists in a unique space in the industry as a full-time marketing person in an agency that is um, you know, not that big overall as far as personnel-wise. Uh, you know, this agency has dedicated itself to saying, listen, we're going to have somebody on this all the time. Fantastic stuff. And you know, John leading the charge on the website, finding new ways to bring new business in. And... Here's the thing. One, first, um, you know, if if the website is old and it hasn't been touched in a long time, yes, make it better. Make it make it easier for people to find information on it. Make it easier for you to serve the people that are trying to get in touch with you. Very important. But don't let it become an overall distraction, right? Once once you're in a position like where John is, hey, we've just launched the launched the site. Now what do we do, right? How do we bring in new business? And and I. This probably hasn't been said in a while, but again, you know, your website really serves, its primary function is to bring a new business. That's really its main objective. Uh, otherwise, you know, its, its secondary objective is to just serve as, as kind, of a, a kind of an outpost, if you will, for the people that already know you. Two very important things, right? New business first, you know, again, a place for the people that already know you second. Uh, but you really want this thing to drive people that have not heard of you to want to do business with you. That is really what you're after. That is the, the primary objective. And that's when, you know, I think there, there's the, the there's the tendency to say, all right, well, we're going to get all of this in order, right? Maybe, uh, you know, your eyes are bigger than your stomach sort of thing where you get the new website up and it's like, all right, well, what's next? And 
And, and then you start focusing on all of these other maybe sort of ancillary tactics that could possibly help support this. And I'm not saying this is good, bad, or indifferent. I'm saying it all doesn't need to happen right at the same time because um, you, you want to you wanna make sure you fully develop and, and having just gone through a, a relatively extensive website redesign process for Agency Nation, again, it can take a long time depending on how much thought, effort, and energy you put into it. Um, again, it might not need to be that or not, but it could certainly be the first step in running too fast to catch up. It's, it's going, trying to focus on email marketing and, and getting some cards out to people who have had our insurance at one point and then moved, moved on, see if we can get them back. Those are both certainly good things. Fantastic. We have email marketing and a little direct mail because why not? And not even just any regular direct mail, it's direct mail targeted to uh, existing or previous clients. There we go. And uh, yes, that's, um, you know, those are good places to start, but you know, here we've got, we've got John just launched a new website, um, trying to do some more email marketing, also trying to send cards out in the mail. And again, he's, he's, I want to say John's relatively new to insurance, but this is, this is where, you know, you want to make sure you're taking your time with the things that you're doing. You really want to just, I'm always big on focus, right? Just if you think that that you're not like, if you think you've spent enough time on something, spend like a little more time, I guess is, is where we're going with this. My general thesis, right? Um, you know, the website's launched. Yeah, it's up and maybe it is time to get on to the next thing, but just be sure, right? Because, um, and, and the one thing that is good, and we'll get into what we'll learn more about John and, and some of the stuff that has worked um, for you know the agency, um, is they've been creating content for a little bit. They've got some success there. We'll learn that in, in kind of future episodes with, with John. But you know, there, there is this tendency, right, to just jump right into email marketing, to then also have this direct mailer running alongside to, again, find ways to, to bring new business in. Uh, you know, of course, you got to do a, a bunch of different things. You got to try a lot of different things to make this work. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, you want to make sure you give the thing that you've already invested, you know, the previous amount of time enough to, to kind of fully, fully, uh, fully bloom, if you will, to come into its own, to have its, you know, you know, coming of age movie made. And that's all really good stuff because, um, you know, if you don't, then, then you're just going to find yourself jumping from one thing to the next and, and not really, sticking with it long enough to to find success right and 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 when you're in it while you're in the thing again designing the website jumping from the email and again email should be something that that lends itself to the website in some capacities because you know you want to you want to have the, the site in place right and then this is where even i think some people that have focused on the site maybe they've got a site up for a while email is going to help push people down through the funnel once you're getting people to your site you're going to want to be able to automatically deliver them messages to move them further down the process. And email marketing is going to allow that to happen. That's something that, you know, definitely needs to happen. But again, uh, maybe not necessarily day one launch day. Again, John and I didn't get too deep into this, but I'm just using this as a, as an example, right? As, 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 and then again, I'm just kind of you know, just using this as a catalyst to the conversation, but don't let yourself get overwhelmed. I think is, is the, is the overall thesis because, there's so many decisions, even just in the website, that are not going to work or be the way that you want them to be out of the box. It's just really figuring out a way to not let the frustration get the best of you. He's a little frustrated with the way the forms work, like the quote forms. 
the way they had it before for AutoQuote, it would have all your, add your drivers, your VIN numbers, everything in one place. And then, you know, he was saying, you know, if you're filling out that form, you don't have your VIN number on you right away. So you're just going to click the X button and forget about it. But the way this works, it's either, you know, name, email, phone number, and all that, or like, there's no second pages or skipping or any of that stuff for the forms. This is a perfect example of focusing on something just enough to not let it get the best of you, to really put yourself in the position of somebody that is on the site that is struggling with this, uh, to really figure out the best customer experience, but at the same time, not let it deter you from moving forward, from progressing in the thing that you're trying to do. Uh, Again, John talking about, uh, I believe the person that was doing their site was frustrated in the way that the forms had the ability to integrate and work and just you know, all of those things. And again, there's always the thing that we want in our, our, head, our head, you know, the perfect insurance world that we all like to create. I'm, you know, I'm probably as guilty of it as anybody. And then there's the, the reality that we have to succumb to and just really just embrace. And this is a, a, good, a good indication of that to where, you know, hey, uh, the, we can't expect, again, we want... I've always I've always reduced it to the thing that I've always liked to call it was necessary friction, right? It's how much necessary friction do you want to put in in place for somebody to kind of basically prove to you that they they that they are serious about getting a quote or moving forward with the process or able to move forward with the process. Again, we we talk about removing the friction. I think that's very very important, right? How can we move remove as much friction as possible because the more friction that can be removed the easier it is i'm saying very obvious things for some reason but what isn't as obvious is that necessary friction it's like just really taking the time to think intentionally about the things that you think are ultimately important that if they are not willing to do this then i'm not capable of providing x y or z and my buddy marcus sheridan kind of loosely describes this term or this process as assignment selling in some ways where he would you know say hey listen I got a 250 page ebook I need you to read this and then we can get serious about doing talking about doing business and that was his kind of qualifier saying listen I'm I'm going to use this 250 ebook as a qualifier if somebody's not willing to give me that amount of time to um, invest in this process then they are not serious it's going to do me a favor in the long run of saving time and how can you kind of take this approach to your website to the process to qualifying your leads and and john you know was talking about their form process of saying listen you know it's great if we you know want to ask for the vin number but that might be just one or two steps removed just a smidge a scotch over the necessary friction line to where we can't maybe necessarily expect them to have that information on hand to kind of at least take that first step, right? Because this is, you've provided information and now you're asking them to to reach out to you uh, because you want to help them kind of complete this process. But if, you know, they've got to go rummaging somewhere to get the VIN number, if they got to go out to the windshield, take a picture, come back, they got to pull up, you know, like an old registration paper, whatever it is, you know, I mean, they they might be able to access it online. It's just one more thing that's just like, man, that's too much work. I'm not going to do it. And maybe they don't do it. Maybe it's just somebody that was inquiring about, you know, a, a better rate. Maybe they got their renewal. Maybe like, eh, it's not worth it. I'll just see what my other guy has. Uh, again, that's up to you to decide. Is that, is the VIN number, and this is all just one big giant example. I'm not saying that I'm kind of, kind of, 
I'm making this a bigger deal than I think it is, but I'm using it as an example, right? Just kind of shining the light on it. Is 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 that piece of information we're saying VIN number? Is that something that's going to draw your line in the sand of where you want somebody to say, I'm willing to go this extra step to prove to you that I am serious about this process and really thinking about it. And what is that? I don't know what that is for the process that you're trying to create. There's there's gonna be something. Um and again, to not overthink and not to, to not let something like this derail you again whether the forums are working or not but you know again john was focusing on hey let's get everything on one page let's let's not have two pages of a form to fill out to where there's a next step and and things like that it's all about where do you want somebody in the process so you know real quick example from from my end is you know you can either decide do you want to you know pull in as many leads up top just get them into the top of the funnel as possible and then again as we're talking about before the email marketing do we want to let that then maybe filter them out do we want to present the information in the offer do we want to say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna create an offer for you this is the best information about buying insurance in ohio and that means somebody that uh, is is more than likely from Ohio that is reading this, they're going to convert on that. So I don't necessarily need to ask if they're from Ohio. Just thinking of clever ways to kind of, uh, again, subtly qualify these people and to introduce necessary friction. That's kind of it. Because at the end of the day, no matter what, you know, we all want a nice new website. We all want things working. We all want to find new ways to bring in new business. Uh, does your household purchase something frequently that under normal circumstances would be considered an infrequent purchase? I don't know about you, but uh, for me, it's for our house, it's it's pillows. I don't know what, I don't know what we do. I have no idea why we can't seem to properly take care of the thing that allows us to like rest properly. I don't know, just any type of pillow. We don't really discriminate. It's not just like sleeping pillows. It's throw pillows. It's it's couch pillows. It's any type of pillow, body pillows, really just any pillow. Is It's a slaughterhouse here in the Jagola household. Like it's just carnage. They have a very short life. It's like a mouse. It's like a mice experiment. It's like a scientific lab. For, I don't understand it. I have no idea what it is. Uh, we really just need to look at our etiquette across the board probably. But I swear to God, I'm buying a pillow every every other week. I don't know, maybe once a month. It feels. I mean, I know like there's like you should change your pillows somewhere along the same frequency as as like you change your furnace filter, that kind of thing. Which don't don't lie, most of you don't. It's okay. It's a little gross, but just own it. Just deal with it. I don't know what I'm talking about. But what's the thing? What's the thing in your household that is a an infrequent purchase that you purchase frequently? I'm curious. And just what, what, what do you just not have a handle on? Like, what can you not properly take care and manage? What item? Just for whatever reason. It makes no sense. I'm curious. JoeyDayDestination.com. Speaking of infrequent purchases, there is one that is happening right around the corner. Elevate 2019. Again, not every day that you're going to a conference, but I'm not saying that you need to figure Head on over to ElevateConference.com. Grab a ticket for the infrequent insurance event of the year, if you will, and come hang out with a bunch of very cool, ambitious insurance people and meet a lot of new friends and find a lot of new ambition to do things differently in your agency. It's going to be a fantastic time. Uh, Fill up that tank and really get recharged for the remainder of 
2019, even though we're still kind of in the first first turn, if you will. I don't know if I'm using a racing analogy or whatever. I think you get what I'm saying. Elevateconference.com. I look forward to seeing you there.